Welcome to the Beaver Bulletin, your new favorite weekly podcast from Beaver University's The Tech. Here giving you all of the news and updates from the last week, I'm your host Colin Imhoff, and don't forget to go check out all of the other great articles that The Tech has to offer. Now let's see what's on the bulletin board for this week of February 21st, 2021. Today on the bulletin board, we've got intramurals at BBU amid a pandemic, the Senate not being able to vote on the $15 minimum wage proposal, and BBU softball's big opening wins. All of that and more to come on this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, scroll on down to the description and you can go check out these articles for yourself. Now, for our first story. Our first story on the board is the intramural sports going on at BVU amid pandemic. I was able to talk with Cody Burns, who was in charge of organizing and scheduling all intramural activities. Here's what he had to say. What I do for intramurals is I schedule games, uh, schedule who to work during intramurals, and then I do... Uh, like marketing for it. Uh, between Trevor Burning King, myself, and Lane, we kind of divvy up the responsibilities for all of that. So I started working intramurals as a freshman, but I I just worked intramurals. I didn't, I wasn't the uh, manager yet. It was my sophomore year, uh, well actually it was towards the end of freshman year when I started doing some of that work because Trevor was like, hey, you need to have that experience, I guess. And so then sophomore year, Lane and I took over as the managers of intramurals. So. We've just tried to be creative, really, because there's not a lot we can do. We can't do the original or the traditional intramural sports like flag football or basketball or slow pitch softball. So we just sit in our meetings that Lane, Trevor, and I have, and we talk about like what we can do and things that we can social distance or easily clean off um like we this semester during the winter we got we have ping pong and carpet bowl and then that's on tuesday nights and then wednesday nights we play bags which we played all semester in the fall and then on thursday nights we have pool and it was just things that we can do inside that People can wear their masks and social distance, and we can clean things off easily. When it gets nicer out, we're trying to get some other things, like Lane wants to do some archery stuff. Um, we want to try and get, we want to try and go out and get uh, slow pitch softball going because you can social distance during that. Um, we just, we'll probably do a long golf league because that's something we can do in social distance. It's just trying to get be creative and. Get things going I guess the biggest challenge right now is just trying to be creative like before we didn't really have to be so creative because everybody wanted to play slow pitch softball everybody wanted to play basketball like we didn't have to be creative it's what everybody wanted to do well now we got to be like try and figure out what people want to do that we can do with all the situation and circumstances we got going on right now in the fall bags were was pretty popular I think there was six or seven teams of bags. Pool, that's been pretty popular. That's our most popular one this semester so far. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to get people to do intramurals right now because everybody's like, oh, COVID, and we don't 
don't want to go out, or they just think well, that's not going to be as fun as basketball or football. So I think that's what people are thinking, but it, it's just been a struggle trying to get participation, but we work with what we got. So. Big thanks to Cody for sitting down and talking with me. If you want to join any intramural sports, you can download the IM League's app, find BVU, and sign up for any intramural sports that interest you. Next up on the board is the strong start to BV County's vaccination rollout plan. Buena Vista County Public Health has administered 750 doses to those over the age of 65 and staff at school districts. This is the fastest the county has been able to roll out vaccination since December. The county has been able to vaccinate over 2,000 people, which is around 11% of the county's total population. While mere weeks ago the county was only receiving 150 doses per week, the Iowa Public Department of Health has since increased this number to 400 doses a week. This allows the county to roll out the vaccine much faster, and hopefully this pace will only continue to increase. BV Public Health Administrator Julie Sather predicts that by the end of next week, most, if not all, school district employees will be vaccinated. Vaccine distribution has continued to rise for the whole country as both Pfizer and Moderna are projecting 140 million doses to be delivered to states in the following weeks. With the elderly and school employees being nearly done, the three food plants in the county are next up on the vaccination list. Here we are with another week of me reminding you all to keep wearing your mask and stay safe. Now to our third story on the board with Iowa's warm weather activities possibly returning in 2021. Every true Iowan is aware of the activities and traditions that the state of Iowa does during these spring and summer months. These events include the Iowa State Fair, the Downtown Farmers Market, and the World Food Festival, just to name a few. Last year with the pandemic, none of these historic state traditions were able to happen. The state fair specifically hadn't missed a year since World War II. With the vaccination becoming more widely distributed, the question on many Iowans' minds is will these cherished events happen this summer? Event planners for these events understand that timing is key and are planning these events to take place mid to late summer. Event planners seem confident that vaccines will be widely enough distributed to warrant having these events. The city of Des Moines has canceled what is normally an annual St. Patrick's Day parade already. The Des Moines Book Festival, which is normally held in March, is being planned to be held in April. And the Drake Relays, which is one of Des Moines' biggest events, is currently on with limited amounts of events. Hopefully many warm weather events in Iowa will be able to be held this summer. Moving to number four on the board with former U.S. gymnastics coach John Gurdon dead after being charged with human trafficking. Gurdon died by suicide on Thursday shortly after being convicted for human trafficking, amongst other crimes. Gurdon owned a gym in Michigan where many Olympians would train as Gurdon coached the U.S. Olympic team in 2012. In his gym, many gymnasts said they were sexually assaulted by team doctor Lawrence Nazar. Michigan District Attorney Dana Nessel announced Gurdon's charges. The charges include 20 counts of human trafficking, including 14 counts of forced labor, resulting in injury, and 6 counts of trafficking a minor. As well, charges of racketeering, first-degree criminal sexual contact, second-degree criminal sexual assault, and lying to a police officer. Gurdon has been involved in human trafficking from 2008 until 2018. It was revealed by D.A. Nessel that Gurdon was guilty of less than 50 cases, but all involving minors. Many of Gurdon's former athletes talk about the culture of fear that was felt in his gym. Most considered the physical conditioning to be excessive, and many would regularly get injured. According to many of his former gymnasts, it was no secret that Gurdon was abusive and that it was about time that he was held responsible for his actions. Coming to our fifth story on the board with the Senate not being able to vote on $15 minimum wage proposal due to a parliament rule. 
the Senate will not be forced to deal with this major internal political battle. It was declared on Thursday that the plan to raise minimum wage to $15 an hour by 2025 does not have the qualifications to be a Senate budget bill. Many of the rules are complicated and hard to follow, but this overall just delays the decision that will need to be made soon. While many, including Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, were disappointed and not satisfied with this delay, many view this as a positive as the Democratic Party will have more time to fine-tune the bill. With Biden expected to have his $1.9 trillion COVID release package approved, it would be surprising to see any Republican senators pass another large spending package. Many Democratic senators also seem to be against this plan, meaning Chuck Schumer has a lot of work to do if he wants this package to pass. Either way, this topic will continue to see a lot of pushback from the Republican Party, but with this being a big part of Biden's campaign promises, it is unlikely that he will allow the Democratic Party to give up. The final thing on the board is, of course, our event of the week, BVU Softball Big Opening Wins. On Saturday, February 20th, BVU Softball kicked off their season against Bethany Lutheran and Northwestern St. Paul. On the day, the Beavers would score 19 runs and two convincing wins. Caden Archibek would go 2-for-3 in Game 1, scoring a pair of runs. The Beavers would take advantage of some sloppy defense as they scored on multiple throwing errors. The Beavers would end Game 1 against the Vikings with 10 runs, holding Bethany Lutheran scoreless. The Beavers would also finish the game leading in hits, 11-3, and Ashton Miller would pick up the win for the Beavers. In Game 2, the Beavers didn't quite have the same success. Northwestern St. Paul proved to be a much tougher challenge as both teams were scoreless through the first two innings. The Beavers, however, would have a big third inning, scoring five runs with a homer to left from Nicole Griggs and a single by Riley Kane that would hit in two runs. The Beavers would go on to win their second game of the day, 9-6, and Kerry Doze would pick up the win. That's all on the bulletin board for this week, folks. Make sure to come back next week for more great stories and updates. Remember, if any story interested you and you would like to read more, links to all of the articles are in the description. Also, don't forget to go check out more great articles from the TAC. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. I'm your host, Colin Imhoff, and I'll see you all next week.